Welcome to the Three Points of Articulation podcast. I am your host, Jamie Wills, as per usual, joined by my Irish cohort, Daniel Bassett. Hello. How's everyone doing out there in podcast land this week? We have an awesome guest this week and uh, really looking forward to the chat. And, you know, I'm going to break the ice and break the fourth wall absolutely fucking immediately and say that Sam has stories like Jamie. So let's get into it. <laughs> uh, we've got Sam from Ultra Pro Wrestling with us. We've been not fully sure what Ultra Pro Wrestling is. You, you will learn throughout the show, but it's more of a, a homage, a love letter to our favourite games from 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 your from yesteryear. Uh, Sam, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Oh, good, good. I, I didn't know whether is it pronounced Aki or Aki or. Um, I, I people call it Aki. I, I tend to call it Aki. For some reason, but yeah, I, I guess they're interchangeable. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go with Aki because it's easier to say. Um, Aki of the of the games back on the N64, which uh, if, if you're my age, I'm, I'm 33, you more than likely grew up on these. If you didn't have WWS and NWO, your childhood was probably terrible. Um, or your friend would have had it. I so you rented it. What did you, yeah. what did you, what did you play instead, Daniel, when you were younger? Um, I'm a couple of years older than you, so it would have been WWF Attitude or Warzone. Yeah, or... I mean, they come out around the same time as these games. And, so. Or a little bit before you got Royal Rumble, then on the Mega Drive, which was... Oh, great. yeah. That's like 94-ish. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with, with the... As I mentioned before, the love letter to those sorts of games, we, one of our favourite things from those was the WW NWO Revenge cover. Which you guys have have basically done and done a, a homage to on yours. Yeah, that was uh, our artist uh, Hal Haney. Um, I don't really know what uh, sparked it, but just one day you kind of got the buzz for you know the idea of like let's take the revenge cover and let's just put our characters on there. It'll look cool. And um, yeah, I actually no, I don't have any. Actually, someone. Um, our uh, project manager, Gimbal C, uh, made a T-shirt and got that printed on the T-shirt for me. Uh, yeah, awesome. I did have it in the office, but it's not here now. Uh, but, you know, I love that. I love that cover. Uh, I love the artwork. It's, it's, awesome. um, it's iconic because, obviously, you've got that and there's obviously the, the the fact that the producer of the game or someone's doing the game was a ma- massive Raven fan, and that's why there's, like, Goldberg, Kevin Nash, Hogan, and then Raven, who um, wasn't, like, near the top there so he was like a massive fan of of raven all right see uh someone brought this up a while ago um and they thought it was to do with uh you had the different sort of groups the factions in the game so goldberg wasn't i guess he represented wcw a little bit um because he wasn't obviously in a faction or anything no yeah and you had hogan was uh nwo obviously but then raven had his flock so that was like he was the kind of leader of that little group. So, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Maybe, maybe it was just the designer was like... Yeah, I, I read it was... Cool. Apparently the designer came out and just said it was probably just it was a Raven fan he wanted to get him on the on the cover, basically. Yeah, I was a Raven fan. I thought, yeah, Raven... I, I was a big ECW fan, so... Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of all those guys. Well, this sort of, that sort of error then would have been right in your real wheelhouse, because you had like a hack would have come across around that sort of time. Yeah, somehow. yeah. I didn't see. I I didn't watch WCW as much. Um, I was a big WWF fan for ages. Then discovered ECW, and then those were the kind of my two favorites. So when a bunch of guys went over, uh, like when Sandman went over and was hacked, and I kind of I was aware that he was in WCW, but I just wasn't really watching it so much. I think in the UK it was actually they, they were on at the same time, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. when Raw ended, you got maybe an hour or half an hour or something left of Nitro. Yeah, and as the nineties wore on, you could watch it. Thunder was late as fuck on a Friday night, so Nitro and Thunder were back to back for a time. So you could watch WCW from nine till one a.m. Like, yeah. 
I probably ended up watching more Thunder than I did Nitro just because of that. Because yes. it was, you know, right, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was on just after Euro Trash. If you remember that show, <laughs> of course you remember. My, my L pair wouldn't spring for Sky Sports, so it was WCW, and that's it. <laughs> well, yeah, well, as I like you, I was, I was not really a massive WCW fan. The only way I knew about some of the characters was from the figures and from the games. So mm-hmm. I mentioned it before that I thought the Glacier was like the, the best wrestler I'd ever made, because um, he was my go-to guy on the on the on the, on, on Revenge. So I think that was um, that was one thing I wanted to like. Back in the day, just to say, oh, what, what's Glacier up to? What's he doing now? When when the, the invasion angle happened, and then it turns out just no one spoke about Glacier until now. Yeah, that's right. We've uh, we've got, but one of the reasons that we've got him actually is is because he was in uh, Revenge. You know, um, I always there, there's some things I can't go into, but we've had quite a few wrestlers reach out, mm-hmm. um, and there are people that we would like to have at some point. Um, but we kind of have like a priority list that we're going through. But basically, anyone that was in those AKI games are pretty much like you know <laughs> near the top of the list, right, straight just, in just, there. For, just by virtue of having been in those games. Because one thing that always sticks in my head is the super kick used to us do. That's incredible. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just that little simple flick of a flick of the joystick in the middle. Um, Chelsea touched on your on your roster. Then it's 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 a stack. So who's who of of um, available talent, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, w- when we started doing it, that we didn't really think that we were gonna. Um, I, I kind of always had an idea that maybe one day that'd be a possibility. I uh, did not think that we'd be able to do it now because we're still in development. Um, but we just came up with a, an agreement with with the wrestlers. Um, we said, you know, we're. We're fucking very independent, you know, so we don't have like a lot of money to put up front. Um, typically with games, obviously the way it's done is um, they'll get, you know, a big chunk of money up front, which is roughly about half of what they expect to make from the game. So if you're a big studio, you can afford to take that risk. Mm-hmm. Um, but with us not being, uh, the way that we've decided to do it is uh, any any profits that we generate from the DLC we're just going to split it right down the middle, 50-50. The hyper-focus games gets 50, they get 50. Um, and it just it actually works out them getting a lot more than they would otherwise get. Uh, but that's fine for us because these guys are all like our heroes and stuff like that. So uh, we're more than happy to accommodate that. And also it's a it's a way of saying, you know, put a little bit of trust in us um, and you'll, you know, get this in return. you'll get that back out of it. So, did, did, did you have any instances of them trying to pull carny tricks on you? Um, not really. Um, the only issue we've had is um, there's a there's a handful of guys that would be great to get, but they're they're sort of in a deal, or you know, some of the guys aren't alive anymore. But the the rights to their IP and all this stuff, they're locked up with this agency. And so, oh yeah, I mean, if we know the yeah. agency, yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> so they're um they're less inclined to do the no money up front structure. No, um, that makes sense. So we're kind of just leaving that up in there just now. But the, yeah, the but potential to get those guys later on. If if you're able to get those, well, you would be able to get those guys later on, but it would just be money. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once once we make a bit of money from the game, I think then we'll be able to, yeah. you know, justify doing doing that kind of a deal. So with them, because you guys started off as a, as a, as a Kickstarter, um, mm-hmm. we're talking was it early this year or late last year? It was February. Uh, I can't remember if it started in February or ended in February. <laughs> my my memory's so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, around February anyway. Um, and yeah, that that did, uh, that, that did like a lot better than expected. You know, obviously you want to you know shoot for the stars, so we we outlined like you know here, here's the goals. Um, and I think the the top end goal was like eighty k. Sorry, strong water. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Sorry. Yeah, about about eighty k was the the top end of it. Uh, we didn't reach that last one, um, but we still pulled in. It's like over sixty thousand, which you know, again, just we obviously hoped for that, but it was it was still surprising when it happened. Yeah, I imagine you probably put it up thinking, well, why not? See what happens. And then before well, you know it, you're up there. 
because it was all in tiers, I thought even if it just reaches the first tier, that, that at least That's gives enough, me enough yeah. to kind of keep going um, and we'll try and generate the rest of the money uh, some other way. But, you know, luckily it did what it did. Um, and that's like, you know, that's kept us through uh, up until now and, and beyond as well. So, so yeah, that was, that was great. That's incredible. I mean, you got to think like you're hitting the nostalgia points of, of people my age and well, between say 30 and 40 at the moment, if not a little bit older of, of sitting down on a Friday night and with some friends having a sleepover getting um getting the N64 out and playing a four player mm. yeah a battle royal or something it's it's sort of hitting that uh nostalgia feel so if we look at the the, the roster for Dan, Daniel did you have a chance to look through the roster or this will be yes. news to you you did good I did. <laughs> we'll I, with... I'm, I'm a broadcast journalist which I was afraid to say <laughs> until the announcement <laughs> um, two cold Scorpio up first and then Al Snow Alex Shelley Arn Anderson Axe Barbarian Brother Devon Brian Clark, Buff Bagwell, Borna Carnu, Chris Candido, Chris Saban, Crowbar, Dynamite Kid, Francine, Gangrel, Glacier, hooray, Hayabusa, Jake Roberts, Jim Duggan, Canyon, Crusher Krusev, Luis Bacoli, Mask Superstar, Matt Cardona, friend of the show, hello Matt, Nova, Paul Wandoff, Sandman, Smash, The Blue Meanie, Tia Santana, and Warhorse, oh, and Warlord, so... Uh, Warlord as well, yeah. Warlord as well. So that's the extra. Jerry Knight's not on the list. Oh, Jerry Knight was on there. Uh, no, not yet. Or not yet. Yeah. Don't don't worry. He'll do it for nothing. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give you fifty quid every time someone downloads him. <laughs> um, but he will start his own Kickstarter for it. I imagine. But he's uh, I mean, as far as a roster goes, I mean, also you've got that's not that's just a downloadable content. So you'd have base superstars, which have been drawn by Hal Haney. Which, by the way, if you get a chance to look at his his website, his Etsy store, incredible what he could do. Uh, he does like drawings and, and artwork that I think there's one one on like Cody Rhodes, where it was just the back of his head, and then obviously all of Cody Rhodes' his rivals in front of him. He does that quite a lot, and like half and halves for like half Dustin Rhodes and half gold dust and stuff like that. It's, it's an incredible artist. Yeah, I think the 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 one that he did um, that really blew up was uh, initially was the Matt Cardona one. He did a half and half with Cardona and uh, Zack Ryder. Ryder. Um, and I think Matt like tweeted it out or something or he gave him a lot of you know, credit for that. So that was actually, because of that relationship, that was, it was actually how they helped us get uh, Matt Cardona signed on. Um, so shout outs to hell for that as well. So what we did, we had to argue with him online for him to come on first. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, really niche board. Yeah. That people don't really use. And you can have a fight with Macarona too. Yeah. <laughs> One day you could be like us. Uh, but the, uh, I think some of the, I think I've seen like Bret Hart holding the Canadian flag from Canadian Stampede and stuff like that. It's just incredible artist. It puts his own spin on sort of like a, the old, comic book style yeah i, I love yeah. the comic book covers that he does um there, there's one with the heart foundation and i think it's demolition yeah um, it just looks awesome it looks like that that really could have existed like that comic book uh yeah, yeah no he's he knows what he's doing are you guys doing the the sort of the four attires like you used to have back in the day because you just press the the button and it would change the tire yeah well so you know, obviously thinking about this game and how it basically is a sort of we we want to we want to treat this game as if it was like those games evolved, brought into the the future. Uh, I was looking around at a lot of people that were doing the mods, um, and you know you get like the WCW Feel the Bang mod, mm-hmm. which yeah. you know captures that timeline. Um, you've got the ECW mod that captures that era, and then you go back and you've got the. Uh, the Legends mod, which captures oh, the, these. The, the golden generation one at the moment that looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they just released uh, an update for that. So yeah. looking back at all that, I'm like, how do I take all this, the different eras, and put it in one game? So you wouldn't yeah. have to, you know, switch between mods or anything like that. So um, we will have alternative costumes, but they're actually tied to, um, in the game, we have like uh, a time system. So you have like the year. So you can start off in 1980. Uh, and with that one year, you have, uh, I think it's three attire costumes. 
that are different months, um, you know, from January to April or whatever. And then from, you know, so so it breaks up the, the whole year over three costumes. And then the fourth costume is your backstage costume, um, your kind of street clothes. Yeah, um, yeah. So then when you go to 1981, you then get three more costumes. And then you go to 1982, there's another three or four, I should say, because you could change your backstage one as well. So um, actually, when you span it out across all the years, then the intention for doing this was so that you could have, you know, a classic era, a 90s era and all this stuff. There's actually like, you know, I mean, across all the characters, like there's, I'm tempted to say thousands. I would need to do the math and just make sure that's right. But yeah, there's hundreds of costumes. If you say umpteen, that's always a good umpteen. number. <laughs> it sounds quite high, but it's it's just in the teens. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so in like with with because one of my favorite things with with the revenge was one of the, the career modes that that you do um, from there. Because remember, you used to have like. Well, there's two. There was a revenge, and there's no mercy. The career modes and there were very different. But the one for revenge used to have like the the titles used to pick the title, and you just have match, 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 and you until you won. Whereas no mercy was more of a storyline based. Yeah, it was. It kept it's kind of like a a branch and tree sort of structure. Yeah, and you lose this match, and you go on to this, and then you get that one match where you fight the APA in the car park, and just I'm still <laughs> still on it now. Thirty three years old, I'm still stuck on it. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, so we're going to have a career mode, but the way we're approaching it as well is, you know, looking at the way that those games did it. Um, it, it would be kind of easy just to do, well, that's maybe sounds arrogant, but it would be kind of the, the norm to do uh, a branch and tree, tree kind of structure. Yeah. Um, and I guess if you break it down, what they basically did was they had career paths that would mirror something like, you know, the Rock's career path. Um, so you didn't have to be the rock, but I guess if you chose the rock, it kind of made sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we want to have something like that, but rather than because we're doing it across so many decades, uh, having a branch and tree structure like that for each character would be. Oh, you'd be there for you'd be there for years upon years. Yeah, GTA Five levels of uh, yeah, yeah, of length. Um, so we came up with a system actually to do it. Um kind of like that except it's more dynamic so these branching story paths uh we call them we refer to them in the game engine uh as angles and so you can basically at any point in the career mode you can attach an angle to a character right you can kind of go off on that path and it's still branching so you can still make loads loads of decisions and you know you could end that story that that angle you could end it early or if you make other choices you can play through the full thing, but once that's tied up, um, the you know the career mode doesn't end. Then, then you're just you know a character without an angle that you now need another angle. And so the angles that get put upon you could be, you know, from a conversation that you have with the promoter, or it could be from a conversation that you have with someone in, in the gym. Oh, okay, so sort of similar to do you remember the old SmackDown "Shut Your Mouth" on the PS2 and "Here Comes yeah. the Pain"? They had a similar. Where you can run oh. around backstage, and if you wanted to go to the GM's office and ask for a title shot, that will then start that storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I remember playing those games, but not the story mode. Um, oh, you missed I, out. You missed I, out. I, I didn't. I didn't have a PlayStation for like the longest time. But lots of uh, listeners out there now that will remember very well. You are on bad terms with the big show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the the game on also on a whole. I think that's creativity and freedom is like one of the big things to me in a game uh if you have like career paths where every game is different i think they did it quite well in like going off wrestling but there's a game called left for dead i want to say where every level was different doesn't matter how many times you played it um each time you played it there was like something different in different bits and i think that's like ever-changing games and if you can do that with the career path of wrestling one perfect because i think that's where the older ones get a bit same old if you remember like the road to wrestlemania mode when you had to do it a certain way whereas the freedom that you can have of oh i want to be axed i want to challenge for this title i've all i've lost to alex shelley so now my career is going in this way it's yeah i think that's the freedom yeah and we will have it sort of um i don't i don't want to say it's like fully random 
um, but it's it's more random than you would otherwise get. Um, but like, let's say you choose Axe or something. So because he's not a high flyer, the, the list of angles that become available to him um, will be sort of filtered through that. So that, you know, if you end up in an angle, it makes sense that, you know, you're in that right position. So whether you're a face or heel, uh, whether you're a brawler or a high flyer, all these factors will go into um, helping the random part of it decide what angle at that point in time uh, best fits you. And the other thing we want to do is, which we've not, you know, really tested this out yet, but if we could do it, I think it would be... uh, kind of game changing um would be if we could have every wrestler that you aren't in the game also have their own angles that are also dynamic and kind of random so every time you play the game it really would be a completely, completely different random landscape yeah i think mean, the, the way that ai is going at the moment i think you can probably <laughs> probably figure it out a bit easier now than you ever could 10 years ago couldn't you yeah, uh, we've been playing around recently. I don't know how um, likely it is that, that we will be able to use this, but there's uh, there's a there's a, a bit of software that um, it's called Deep Voice, and I guess it's kind of like Deep Fake, but for voice. Um, right. So you can on the fly generate text, um, and you have like a bunch of sort of preset uh, voices that are stored in the game engine. Um but then the you know, and we if we could integrate this into the career mode, it would mean that you would actually have voices associated with the characters that would also be dynamic. So oh, okay. if you if you create a character and you call them, I don't know, think of a, a random um, name. what Willy Wanker. Two hours. <laughs> yeah, two hard two hard Gary. Yeah. So so um so you would have the characters in the game, like so his uh, name. Go two on two odd Gary. You have two odd Gary yeah, they, in the game. They would actually speak to him and use his name, um, and and also would, like if you if you happen to be a champion at that time, when the dialogue would all change to reference that championship. Um, so that's something that, that I don't know if it's been done before in in any uh, games, but no, that working. It would be awesome. Sounds sounds new to me because I think it's. A reactive game, isn't it? It's like a live reaction to to what's going on in the game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Too, too you hard, Gary. Do, you, the... you can do it with text. That that like doing it with text is is, is obviously uh, been something that's existed. But mm-hmm. now you have this AI stuff software with like the voices and stuff. Um, it means that potentially we could do this. Yeah, you know, there's a, a guy that puts out these videos on. Um, it's basically taken like Gorilla Monsoon and yeah, yeah. Pieces, yeah. So obviously we've been looking at that and going, "Geez, imagine we could do that." And put that in the game. <laughs> obviously, I think that'd be like a, a bit of a legal issue, but you know, <laughs> yeah, p- potentially. I imagine it's, it's, it's fun to speculate. <laughs> yeah, no comments here because obviously the old, the original games never had well, commentary. They had sort of music over the top, didn't it? Well, the commentary is something that I always thought we wouldn't have in this game because it's so. It's not that it's hard to implement it. You can implement it, but every game that I've ever played with commentary, it gets so repetitive yes. that I end right. up just wanting to turn it off. Mm. So, but if we had this dynamic, you know, AI voice generation thing, potentially we could have commentary that would be much more um, kind of random and on the fly. Uh, it wouldn't be like predetermined necessarily. My, um, the worst case for that was remember like SmackDown just bring it. I think when it first came about and like Michael Cole and Taz were on commentary, and it would just be awful. It's like the Undertaker is, and it'd be <laughs> really <laughs> beat him up today. Um, and I think you could even select Taz as a character, and he would like yeah. Commentator. Like, Taz is Taz is in trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you ever play this game on the N sixty four? It's called ISS Pro International Superstar Soccer. You ever play that? It was a football game. Yeah, I think I remember the front cover. Um, yeah, it was from Konami. Yeah, that became that evolved into Pro Evo. So the commentator for that was called Gary Breen, and he used to um he used to go England roll the score sheet, and it'd be like this proper like pause between like <laughs> he's hit it with his right foot. <laughs> oh um, yeah. He's like hit the post, it would go off the bar. It was, um, are you talking about Gary Breen, like the Coventry in Ireland center half? 
It might not be Gary Breen then. Is someone that yeah, sounded... we, have, we still have chance because he was so bad. Like we are dreaming of team of Gary Breen's. <laughs> well, he did some commentary would be. It was terrible. Like midfielder passes to attacker. Yeah. Well, that was uh, like the, the you you know you mentioned attitude and war zone in those games. Yeah. The um not even the commentary uh, was the crowd chant. Oh, player one. Player. <laughs> yeah. Go on, player one. Player one, you rock. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, there'd be one person in the crowd that you just like. You, you never really had a crowd noise. It was just random. One person would shout out. Yeah. Woo, player, player one. one. Yeah. yeah, but it would all get very, very samey. I, I haven't played the most recent ones, and imagine they've tried to do something about it just because it's such a big budget. But I don't think it's possible if you play it enough. It'll still be like, you know, Ayabusa is wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't played um, the latest WWE. In fact, no, I, I did play one of them recently. I played like a match. Uh, it was uh, John Cena and RVD in the. Uh, one night stand. Um, oh yes, yeah, so that, that. that was that was this year. I think I think that was yeah. the most recent one. Um, yeah, it was this year. But that's the extent. I played one match, and that that's the extent. And like I haven't played any two key games outside of that one match uh, for four or five years at least. So they're, they're not too bad. I think they're, um, there's a lot more to do on the latest ones. So you've got like the universe mode, which. As you said, you can be as creative as possible, which is one of the key things uh, for the game. So you can go off on a on a tangent with it for hours. Um, I don't because the second the Xbox goes on, the wife comes in and has a program she wants to watch. Just ridiculous, crazy. Uh, how how bad at luck I am with that sort of thing. But um, yeah, I think for the newer games that are coming out, so the AEW one that came out this year, I picked that up, um, and that was because when they first announced that, they were saying, "Oh, we've got all the guys in from." From Aki, they're all going to come in and and do um do the business. This game's going to be just like No Mercy, and then that slowly turned into yeah. We've we've, we've the guys are still here. Uh, the game's going to come out soon, and then just get the game fucking released. Get get it out there, and then it went great. Yeah, I felt like when like it was first announced, and you had uh, Kenny Omega came on the stage with mm. he was the Steve Jobs outfit and all that stuff. Like, you know, I think he really wanted it to be like pretty much a one to one with the AKI games. Um, but I don't know, I don't really know what went wrong there. So, some things you have like a wrestler, uh, and a programmer, um, and there can be miscommunications. And if they want different things, um, I've, I've seen it even in my own career in public service where like I work a lot with programmers and I, I don't articulate the rule correctly and the whole thing. And it's much simpler and text-based compared to what you're up to, Sam, but like I can see how that can happen. Or kind of me strong-arming a programmer to have something because someone told me that they have to have it and you get half a version of it and they say, well, that's the best I could do. I'm the best in the business. Give me more money. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably. Uh, I'd say there's a, an, an element of column A and an element of column B. And <laughs> so. um, so obviously, you got a, a mention before. You got a roster of of people that you've well, how he's drawn, and and maybe guys that thought of the characters yourself. But what sort of the the elements that go into making a person? Because I'll give an example. Let's just scroll through and pick a random. Bruno Barbosa looks lovely. What sort of do you get like the name and then go? How's Bruno Barbosa gonna look? Oh, I mean that character was completely Hal. Um, when I first when the Kickstarter came about, I had a handful of characters that uh, I developed, and pretty much they were uh, characters that me and my brother and my friends all had as as children um like, so like bunch we of actually lady had... getters, was it bunch <laughs> What's that? bunch of lady getters was it, was it was <laughs> but we used to do like backyard wrestling and stuff so like we had you know um like there was an actual friend of mine that was uh the rave kid like that we still remember right. come down the aisle the, the hallway um with you know dance doing <laughs> like this stupid dance um so we always remember him uh that was fun but you don't because he'll ask you for money. So you yeah, don't. Yeah, that's right. Actually, I mean, I, yeah. I, he's he's the, he's the type of guy that would as well. So I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Scottish. Then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, same with like Johnny Cougar. Uh, ben Nevis is actually my brother. Um, you know, he was uh, he was actually like you know he's, he's only like a year older, but he just had a growth spurt before us, and so he was like towering over us and used to just throw us about. So he was Big Ben Nevis. Um, That's a great name. It is. It is great. <coughs> no, the names are great. Like uh, no, no, I, I'm into it as well, and with the mix of real quote unquote. Uh, you know, and um, I suppose the, the biggest question on people's minds is, have you got a timeline for a release? Well, the the, the kind of ballpark is late next year. Okay. Um, but that was kind of predicated on, um, I basically when the Kickstarter was getting done, I looked at the rate at what at which I was uh working and the rate if I kept that up, which I'd be able to finish. Um, and also gave myself a little bit of a buffer there. Um, so I thought definitely by the end of next year, this should all be wrapped up. Um, and I'm still optimistic that we can pull that off. Um, but a lot of people have been saying to us, you know, don't worry too much about it. If you can't, like, don't, you know, freak out. Like, let it cook. Let, like, you know, yeah, you know, they'd rather wait for good than, you yeah, know especially, I mean? especially since, like, I suppose I'm, I'm not a huge gamer, but you can see, like, they got six, seven years out of Tekken 7. Like, you know? So Do, do, do people still play Tekken 7? Uh, up until recently, yeah. Yeah. They? Yeah, yeah. I'm still on Tekken Tag Tournament, I think. Yeah, no, so they, like, as in, so the content coming out, like, obviously, to be fairly front-loaded, but while not trying to reef people's pockets, um, you know, uh, I assume, um, but like you know that like it's it's it really is a marathon is is kind of what my gleaning of my Jamie go and do some research. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, well there is a character called Finn McQuinn, Dan, which I'm sure you'll be very happy with. So look, like if we're gonna put Scottish stereotypes, you have to put Irish stereotypes. He's not there. <laughs> is he a um? Is he a tag partner with Gargoyle Doyle? Yeah, yeah, tag right. Um, right. I mean, you could. You could I would liquor. <laughs> yeah, you could. You could come and play as him, Dan. Can you? I I would refuse to play as anyone else. <laughs> um, Hot Rod is also a great character name. He reminds me a lot. If if I see anyone listening at home, I go onto the UPW website and have a look at Hot Rod. He reminds me of Spike from Micro Machines. Yeah, do you know? I thought you were gonna say like uh, Grease or something. Oh but, no no. But not the the Micro Machines guy. That's what it reminds me of as well. So. Yeah, he's a. It was always my go-to one with the breakfast table level. So with these, obviously, is it just like, I see how Haney would, would draw up characters and then you put a name to it, or he just come to you and say, right, here's, here's Jamal Jaziri. Um, Christ, at least they're getting everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah, I guess I, I get around the time of the Kickstarter, I had a few character concepts, which you, which you can see in the Kickstarter trailer. Um, but then Hal just independently started producing these characters um i think he did about 10 of them um uh, and there was a few that i saw that i thought wow these characters are fucking awesome you know like the there was like the amakiri the la cobra one uh which i love his mask is like cobra head with his, yeah, his yeah, mask is like the teeth and everything i was like these are awesome so i messaged Helms like you know are you, are you are you being commissioned to make these are these being developed for something and he's like, no, I mean, I'm just doing them. You know, he can, uh, I think, envision that they would eventually be in a game of some kind. Um, probably more, I think his thought was it would be more of a like Saturday Night Slam Masters type of game. Um, or oh, Sam, Sam Masters with you. <laughs> well, we're going to, I actually said to him at the time, we could actually do that. We could do a version of it. Um, but I said obviously like you know I showed him the trailer and everything for uh, Ultra Wrestling and he was like yeah this works this you know just the, the characters look like they would fit in that world um, and so I said to him as well you know what we could do is eventually what we could do like a 2D uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters kind of take uh, with the characters as well um, so I, I don't want to say that's you know I definitely don't want to put a timeline on it, but that's definitely something that we, we we'd want to do in the future. And if we can possibly 
make it uh something that you can play backstage as well that would be cool like in like in the ultra wrestling you go backstage and there's an arcade machine and you can just set that up <laughs> yeah. sit there and play it. it would work wouldn't it i think um the warriors did it on like the rockstar game in like 05 if you remember yeah yeah which um by far one of my favorite games as a, as a child um as a, a wrestling figure podcast i think it's worth us speaking about and asking the question toys for this everyone that you've drawn everyone that how haney's drawn everything that you've you've um put on the on the roster here just looks like it could make a, a fantastic toy uh yeah no I, they, they are they're very they're very toy-esque they're very um just character-y that yeah um you know we we've 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 thought about it we've um discussed potentially doing that you know uh, I'm I'm such a big fan of the Hasbro figures, um, and I keep imagining you know some of the characters. Like we've got the Benjamin Stacks character, um, and for some reason I can just imagine him as that little Hasbro type figure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we've, we've been talking about it a lot, but the, the I guess the issue is, um, there's so many companies now that that have that style, um, and if we were to do ultra wrestling in that style um it would i don't know i just feel like had there not been so many of them out there now um that probably would have been the the go-to um but now i'm now i'm looking at it and i'm like what can we do that would sort of stand out a little bit more you know um but i don't know i keep going back to the hasbro style because i i really i mean they're my uh, they're my favorite so I don't know. It's kind of up in the air just now. We're sort of just lots Thinking of ideas coming in. And all yeah, that. It's a, it's a, as you mentioned, it's, it's, there is a few uh, companies doing it. There's, there's figures now that factories seem to have, have been more up and running. Now we'll be getting figures churned out every month, it seems, as, as sort of multiple releases. So I don't know you mean. Obviously, well, would Peace, Charisse, you know, how would it fare in a market against someone releasing a, a you know, a. a, a Billy Big Bu- Big Bully Busick, uh, I think the zombie sailor's latest reveal, probably the worst example I could have used. But yeah, how how would it go against someone like that in the in the market? And would people then buy a name rather than Peace Charisse, who's a character that you guys have thought of? So it makes sense. I think it's just one of those things we're trying to find the niche, and obviously clearly there's a market for the game because people have, have backed it in the Kickstarter. Yeah, it's funny, like, um, so look at uh, Peace Charisse, or really any, like, female character that we have. Um, a lot of them, apart from Betty Builders, or she would she would work. Um, but a lot of the female characters, you kind of think, what would they look like in the Hasbro style? Because mm. when it comes to skinny guys, um, there was only really, like, that one model that they had that was uh, Ric Flair, Rick Rude, uh, one, two, three kid. That, that one model kind of would fit a skinnier uh, figure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which they use but, for Rick Rude, who's one of the beefiest guys. That they <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... I mean, even Rick Flair doesn't really look right with that model, but if, if it's the one, two, three, kid, perfect. But um, but yeah, obviously you can't just have all the, the female wrestlers be that same, you know, model. So I think, you know, just even on that alone, we'd have to kind of... I don't know, just think of a different way of, of doing it. Um, but I, I mean, there, there's so much that I like the about the Hasbro figures. Um, so I don't know. I just keep going. It's it's a tough one, isn't it? But it might be like the reaction figures that Super 7 do. Those sorts of scales work really well. I think someone on like the groups recently has posted the WrestleFest homage that they did in those style of figures. Um, All right. So uh, yeah, I'll send them to you because it's a sort of quite a good backing card as well as the the figure looks really good on it as well with the um the backing but are you, are you familiar with the sort of reaction the, the really small uh, i'm not sure the reaction like star wars figures uh, sort of yeah uh mm-hmm. let me get let me get them up for you yeah and i, sp- I suppose just on that matt um it's just thoughts it's just thoughts but like like that i would say that the upw characters the game would need a foothold before they were to be figures. Yeah. 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 I wonder if we could end up doing this would be, you know, depend on a lot of things, but 
if we could end up doing like a simultaneous release like of the the game comes out as the action figures come out at the same time so that they kind of build off of each other's promotion um but yeah, yeah i don't know yeah I mean, it, it could work in the sense of like you'd have your top guys wouldn't you and you can pick pick and choose which one that you'd prefer and also it might not work in the sense of paying devon dudley for it um because obviously you then got an overhead again haven't you in case it, yeah yeah um that's like the reaction figures that sort of a robocop one there for oh, the right. at home. so there's sorts of like yeah it, smaller... it, it reminds me of um there was a line of power rangers figures that were quite yeah like yeah that. yeah that could have seen yeah in fact, was there not? I'm sure there was like a Street Fighter line as well. There was like that. Yeah, the Street Fighter, Power Rangers, um, Terminator uh, had some as well. So I think the body types are all the same for them. Obviously, they just change the heads and change the paintwork and stuff. Um, so it's good to accompany it because it's, I don't want to say the word cheap, but you know, I mean, cost effective, I think, it, is the. Those figures seem to be very much about the card and card art, yeah. which would lend itself very well to UPW bits. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, I, I did like those old um the Street Fighter ones. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been been scrolling eBay from time to time, think you know, like the sexy dad I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I bet those uh those Street Fighter ones will probably be expensive now. I'd imagine. Oh, they they remade so many of them. They sort of churn them out left, right, and the centers. I wouldn't surprise if you could catch them at an affordable affordable price um especially reactions on super seven release quite a lot one so back to the future had some that come out originally and like the, when the films come out and then oh, super seven re-released um Kenner did the same with the ghostbusters line when the film came out last uh, two years ago so it's um a lot of things are getting re-released nowadays as you can tell yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so those your guys don't have the trouble of image rights they're yours yeah, he was. Um, also, I noticed as well, Baba is not on there. Is that because he re-signed WWE? Yeah, we just, we just um, couldn't get a contact for Bubba. Um, I'm sure he probably would have, but I don't want to, you know, <laughs> say that in, in case maybe he wouldn't have. But, um, yeah, we just couldn't uh, get hold of him in time, and then he ended up signing the, the WWE thing. So um, we've, we just, we've, we've just not pursued trying to get him again. Um, there's a few guys that we just that are on our list that we just haven't, you know, got round to contacting yet, like Tommy Dreamer. Um, uh, God, I'm going to start going through the list of guys. <laughs> I also need to be careful because there are other guys that we've um, got on board that we're, we've not announced yet. Um, so, yeah, I'll need to be mindful of, of that. <laughs> Give us an old exclusive map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the... Um... So I think like with 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 the um because we had a game that came out when was it a few years ago that was a similar as like a Kickstarter I think um it was, Fire Pro kind of thing. no yeah it was like a homage to like not WrestleFest but it was something similar wasn't it it's the Fire Pro ones because their engines are all built by like quite easy like you can, at at home game building like. yeah and they had like uh, the actual arcade machine that you could purchase and uh, oh right uh, uh, uh Retromania. Retro Mania, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's sort of the, the the first success we've seen with 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 um sort of Kickstarters and games, and we also had the there's an RPG that Wrestle Quest it was called that came out. Yeah, this I, year. I didn't play that. Um, You're not uh, alone. Uh, our project manager, he was uh, playing it, and he was telling me all about it. But it was quite fun. I think that's like the way forward nowadays, isn't it? For for a lot of games, especially independent ones of, um. You know, you've got an idea. You have the the tools to to put it into into practice, and and here you are. You're what twelve months removed from potentially the game getting released, and was it on all consoles? Yeah, that's that's the goal. Is um, you know, we we really want like cross platform play, and um, even cross platform like you know, community creations, um, uh, and so yeah, we we want it to be on uh, PC. PlayStation, Xbox, uh, Switch. We're not sure what's happening with the Switch because apparently they're releasing a new console. Um, and so we're not sure if that means, you know, doing a version on the new console or if that the version for the Switch will work with that new Switch. Um, so we need to wait and find out what's happening with that. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the goal is just to have it 
uh, as available as possible. Um, and obviously, from my point, who is your your go to wrestler on on Revenge? Um, on Revenge, possibly Kurt Hennen. Um, I did. You know, you mentioned Glacier. I did like playing as Glacier as well. Uh, Raven, we mentioned. Um, I liked Kidman just because he had yeah. the. The, yeah, I think one of the reasons, like, because it's a white before, I'm not a massive Sting fan, I'm not another bit of Sting guy. And one of the reasons for it, I think, is at the start of that game when the driver's just driving along, you know what I mean? And Sting just, just in the middle of the road for no reason. The guy's doing his job, he's probably got kids <laughs> at home, he misses quite badly. He's just driving, enjoying himself, and Sting's just in the middle of the road, just ruining his ruining his shift. Just being a nuisance. No need for it. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably why I'm not, not a massive Sting fan. What a prick. Yeah, well, like we said, like I never really watched WCW too much because of the timing issue. Um, but actually, just through playing Revenge and um, World Tour, I actually well, I I kind of knew, knew the characters anyway, but it, like, it let me understand their finished moves and uh, just a lot more about them. Um, so, you know, those great those, those games were great for just learning more about WCW. Um, or oh, Muhammad Ali, who was on one of them. Was he, it's called like Bruiser yeah, Joe they, or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they called him Muhammad Ali. I think they, Joe, uh, Joe Bruiser. Yeah. Joe Bruiser, yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, he was one of those characters that is like just like broke the game, you know. You go him, it was just, you could knock out anyone. Goldberg was kind of like that in Revenge. Oh, bit. you just used the spear. Yeah. yeah, and it was fun to go home and just like keep doing that kick over and over again. Beat the shit out of Disco Inferno. <laughs> just a constant repeat. Because um, they had the, the Aki Man on there as well. You're going to have your own... Well, I guess the whole game is pretty much the well, Aki Man. Yeah, we have a hyper-focused games man, HFG man. Um, so Hal's already uh, done a drawing for him and it's very inspired by AKI Man. It's a bit better than it's a Pepsi Man, I think, was in one of the. It's in some sort of game, wasn't he? At some point. Pepsi oh, Man. that rings a bell, yeah. And then he looks very similar to AKI Man. Yeah, yeah. there is a very, there is a very winky thing going on there. Yeah. Um, but Daniel, did you have any other computer game memories for Sam? Yeah. Do you have yeah. any computer game memories at all? Yeah, no. <laughs> do you have I any do, memories but... of this conversation that we've had today? I do. I'm really looking forward to the game. I'm probably going to buy it, play for a few weeks, and then stop. Um, <laughs> you want to make so, sure you, you want to make sure you complete the game and to unlock Joey Knight as well at the end. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> complete or, the game, pay two hundred pounds. Lies. Um, <laughs> no, I do have questions about, like, I suppose because we're ties with the pod and figures and companies and all this, and what what we cover in the main is. Um, so, like, did you do you have any fun stories about any of your signings, getting them or contacting them or having to go through fun jumping through hoops or or bizarre demands or sending pictures of your feet to Dean uh, Dudley? Yeah, so no, that, kind of, that kind of thing. Like, um, no, nothing like that. Um, everyone's been just yeah just just very approachable Adam Bond wants you to sing a song or something <laughs> oh there, 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 there was there was a funny thing uh with the Adam Bond thing the, the Brian Clark because um you know Hal did the drawing for him um and sent it to him just to be like hey we, we've done the drawing now it's finished so here you can have a look at it um but obviously there was a miscommunication because we didn't say to him well we're not we've not announced it yet but he thought oh. this was it, so um, <laughs> I yeah. saw that. I remember seeing that now. Yeah, and there was actually, I think there was another games company that uh, made an announcement on the same day. Uh, and I don't know if they thought that we did that intentionally to kind of slight them or, or something like that. Um, but yeah, so there was like a little bit of confusion there. So I had to explain. I was like, no, no, it, it was like a pure accident. Like, you know, you just... <laughs> Some of your own revenge. And then are the other games companies direct or indirect rivals? Is there? I don't think so. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Maybe some people would would see that way, but I think that the as far as I know, what we're doing is completely different. 
battles which case then yeah the audiences don't necessarily overlap yeah but... i think i i'm i'm pretty sure the gameplay is different um i don't know what their gameplay is like yet um but i know the way that they're doing the animations is different from the way that we're doing animations um and their style is more well it's different completely you know it's, we're going for a very cartoony uh almost disney infinity uh sort of look whereas they're going for more realism so i don't think that there's any um you know i, I think people could could buy both games so there yeah. shouldn't be there, sh- there shouldn't be any anything like that but i just think because of the timing of it it, it, it maybe came across like we'd sort of planned this thing sabotage still, still in their wcw thunder the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> infinity star might work with the figures though have a little <laughs> platform to pop them on and then brian clark enters the game and you can pop him on there yeah you know i i do like the disney infinity style um th- there is something about it that i mean that's kind of what inspired this style that we've done um but in terms of the figures i don't know i, I, I maybe the hasbro's just because they have that little bit of movement that little bit of action uh, which is, you know, as far as I know, the, the Disney Infinity ones. I uh, oh, no, they're like little statues, but, aren't they? Yeah. Um, um, with um, with that comes to the, the final question. So actually, I've put you on the spot a bit for this. Normally, I give you a, a chance ahead of time to think of three matches to to put into your Hall of Fame, but I didn't tell you before. So, so three secret. wrestling matches. <laughs> yeah, secret one for you. Let's drop that on you. Three wrestling matches that personal to you that you think are your favourites to pop in a Hall of Fame? It could, I, be, it could be literally be anything. Uh, one that absolutely is is up there is um, Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lynn at Hardcore Heaven. Oh, Hardcore so, Heaven so with, the, with, the, with the counter where he does the leg sweep. Miss. Yeah, they, they, there was there was. I mean, they they pretty much did that in almost every match that they had. Um, the the Hardcore Heaven '99 match was. Um, it wasn't the first match that they had, but I think before that they had a match at Living Dangerously, um, and the, I think people realized that shit, Jerry Lynn could be the one to take RVD's title because he had mm-hmm. it for so long, and, and it just seemed like no one could take it. So by the time Hardcore Heaven came around. I think there was the crowd were just so lively because they really thought that like Jerilyn's gonna win. Um and then the match was just like you'd never seen anything like it. And Jerry Lynn ended up breaking his nose in it like pretty early on as well. Um but it was just uh, yeah, there was just something sp- that and in, in terms of you know, you could even look at that there might be matches that they two have had that are that are better than that one. Like the they fought again at the 2000 uh hardcore heaven. That match is possibly better than that one, but just as a as a you know Personal. what I was going through as a fan yeah, yeah. at that time, um, that crowd the- engagement is huge as well. Of ECW, like you don't get many player one from the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> um, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, the Iron Man match was uh, another one that was uh, I don't know, just um, it's funny. I've not actually went back and watched it in a long time. But just in terms of, you know, where I was at that point in time and, you know, Shawn Michaels was my favourite wrestler growing up and um, and that was obviously the kind of culmination of, of all his efforts. And um, you look back now and you go, God, Shawn was a bit of an asshole. <laughs> like, you know, like, and, you know I've, I, I'm probably like, a, looking back, I'm probably a bigger fan of Bret Hart now, you know. Um, but at that time, Shawn was my guy and, and those were the two best uh, in my mind particularly. Mm-hmm. You, you get Iron Man matches now, like at least one a year. Um, but I mean, that one to have no faults and to still be as entertaining as it was is. is also, I think like Lesnar and Angle had a, a very, very good one in 2003. But I think this one, um, I don't know, it just felt different. I remember my neighbor over the road from where I used to live recorded this on, on the old sky. I can picture it now, just sort of with the. The old gold sky logos in the top left yeah, screen, yeah, and um, yeah, I think he recorded it and like phoned me up like halfway through watching it the day after after school and was like, "I'll oh, come over there. You know, this matches." So I remember coming over for the last like half an hour of that match, and um, so yeah, I have some great memories of of that being a, a six year old watching it. Really, Jeez, so it would have been ninety six, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I was, yeah, it would have been I, just that. Well, I, I pretended to be sick uh, and got to stay home and look at you it. You are sick, Daniel. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. First pay per view I stayed up for a bit of. And I got to see the six man live. That the nation? Oh, Vader. Animal and Vader oh. against Yokozuna, basically, except you know, the both of them got too fat and needed own heart and British Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. I and Ahmed Johnson, respectively. And then the <laughs> Hollywood Backlot Brawl came on and my parents sent me to bed, like, because they were like, this is getting a bit, this is a bit whiskey. But, <laughs> um, that Backyard Brawl is, is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a thing with Dustin talking about it recently as well, and they had one take to do it, and Vince spent a ball of money and brought them on the jet to do it and everything. <laughs> well, didn't they... I was all cool about it, and he was only in the company a few months, kind of going. <laughs> didn't didn't they film the the film the first bit like two or three days before? Didn't they? That's why Piper's oh, yeah. shirt yeah. was so like stained. Yeah. Um, because they filmed it a few days before, and he had to like just not wash it and just smell as bad yeah. as it did. And then, yeah. You know. Sorry, Sam. What was your third pick? I, oh, I uh, haven't thought of one yet. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Roddy Piper versus Gold Dust from WrestleMania 12? <laughs> you know what? That that was actually uh, quite a moment. I remember, like, because there was that scene where uh, Piper just gets on top of him and just fucking cracks him, like, mm. like hard. Uh, and he obviously did it because he was aware of how close the camera was, so he knew he had to kind of lay it in there. But I remember watching that and being like, Oh shit! Like yeah. this isn't. Yeah, this isn't quite is, yeah. you know. Um, the time for me, where I was kind of like, oh, is it real? Is it like, oh, is it? Is it as as eleven or ten or eleven? Like you know, like I I've been told it wasn't real, like by my parents and that, like, and I was like, but is it? Look. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I remember because we had this, we had this idea that that it that it was choreographed to some degree, but yeah. you didn't know where that was. You didn't know like. I remember thinking that we know that it's choreographed, we know that they helped them do the moves, but we that doesn't mean we, we don't know who um we we don't know if the winner of the match is predetermined. We don't know, you know. Uh, we yeah. don't know if it, it, it took me well into my teens to kind of realize like, you know, a man hitting another man is extreme assault. Like, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine. It's fine if he's wearing a wig before the match, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. And that, that it it just I, I watched a bit of ninety six lately. The homophobia was crazy and the heat that they got for gold dust and like it was crazy. Like it was just playing off fucking toothless fucks. Yeah, I remember he had that he, like he unzipped and he had uh Razor Ramon with yeah. and everything. Yes. I want yeah. to go back now and see what Razor's reaction to that was and see just how homophobic it was. You know? Imagine he said, you know who I am. You don't know that you're queer. He, he, was, he, was, so, he was so astounded he left for all his more money. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> the poor bloke. Yeah. Um, you know yeah so, Sam, where can, where can, where can the, the listeners find you? Where can... Where can they find you on on the socials and the website? Um, I'm usually it's uh, Twitter is where we're most active. Um, at Ultra Pro, no, at UPW Video Game. Um, we are obviously on Facebook, uh, YouTube. We I went through a stage of like every week or every couple of weeks we'd do a um a podcast. Uh, so we've kind of because the workload's getting so much, we've kind of. Uh, not been doing that as much but if i if i do ever go back to doing that uh and any sort of schedule you know uh, make sure and subscribe to us on youtube so that you get that <laughs> so what are all the links normally if you click on one it will lead to another lead to another lead to another yeah so well, like... the, the website as well ultraprowrestling.com has the the links to everything and we yeah, have a awesome. patreon as well for anyone that wants to help with that <laughs> stuff will, you, will you come back in a few months time and let us know how you're going absolutely yeah, I mean, well, so when the when the game's due to to come out as well, it'd be good to to get you on, have a little chin wag, see how the production's gone, see if you're more grey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like just you know, put it on record there. Sam is a fresh looking man. He may oh, be his time next year. <laughs> he doesn't look like the sort of bloke that would play computer games that often. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the mother's basement doesn't look too good this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but Sam, thank you for your time. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Um, oh, cheap plug for us. You can find us on Pro Wrestling Tees, Pro Wrestling Tees slash 3POA. Have you guys got t shirts? Do I see that earlier? You guys have got like a uh, yeah, we have uh, an account on Pro Wrestling Tees. I cannot remember the link. Um, but we have, we actually, I should give a shout out to um, one of our designers, Lance. Um, he designed a bunch of these t shirts that are just so unique. There's one of them that says, uh, keep your enemies close and has the controller plug-in like from the N64. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I just, he's a genius. I love that shit. It's, so, it's not a lot of wiring on those oh, ones. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I started playing um, the GameCube recently because my kid's into Willy Wonka at the moment. Um, mainly due to the new film coming out. So I pulled that out and also started playing that. And you literally, you get about, what, three foot from the console to where you're sat? Yeah. Which is um that's crazy, but luckily I've got your pro wrestling t store up here. So if you didn't do the resource, I did. Um so your pro wrestling tees slash ultra pro wrestling. So you gotta do. There you go. You'll find yeah. it on there. There you go. Probably wait till Thursday, guys, because they're 20% off then. But yeah, you've got loads of you got the lovely t-shirt from the revenge homage. You've got UPW and NWO style one, UPF and W. Lovely, love that one. And one that says no mercy, your little cheeky wink wink on oh, there. Yeah, it's expect no mercy. So yeah, I see. You. Get in trouble. Oh, yeah, to, be, to be very clear. <laughs> I see what you're cooking. We went a full week without anything to do with disturbing family stories, wanking. Um, <laughs> what do we do now? Well, well, I should tell you, before we go, then I'll tell you a disturbing story. I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, I don't know if I've told you this before. So I got a PlayStation 1 in 1998. Seven for Christmas or ninety eight, maybe or maybe ninety eight, and it was Christmas, but I didn't get any games with it because my dad couldn't afford it, so I had to play Demo One until my birthday in March. So I had to wait like four months with no games. Um, so that's I played, I played the shit out of Demo One. Oh yeah, I played um, I I played that one level of Hercules about a hundred times, I think. The matey boy with the watches, uh, one half of actual soccer you can play. Yeah. Um, so then, like, it comes around to like the year after, and I think I had, I had games by that point, but they're all pretty shit. And then, um, SmackDown One had just come out, I want to say it was around Easter, something like February, March, on the build up, yeah. And, um, <laughs> so basically, my dad took me to this exchange shop where I traded in like Die Hard Trilogy and like all these good games and trying so to try and get smacked down and uh i didn't have the gun no i wish i did um but then the guy was like oh you get like 20 pound trading for those five games and the game was like 40 quid and my dad was like this awkward moment where i was like fuck i'm like eight hey, i can't afford to buy the 20 quid you have to stump up here gary with one hour so um he had to pay the 20 quid he was like we well, get no easter eggs that's what i remember it was around easter and like i thought oh he won't stick to this he won't, he won't stick <laughs> he generally did like he didn't buy me any easter eggs but not he not buy me easter eggs he felt he sold my fucking bed frame <laughs> to a mate down the pub just to make up for the extra 15 quid that uh, he had to pay me for the game so i just to sleep on a mattress for like until basically christmas which was like it was like april at this point it's on the mattress, yeah, on the floor, just to pay for this smackdown. It was worth it. The game was lovely, but well, it it, it kind of moved really, really quickly to abject horror. There, I I feel really bad. Yeah, it was it was funny though. Like I, anyway, I sometimes I, don't know how to react to this. We used to like <laughs> I talk about like poverty and stuff. We used to have this board. I know that people have probably tuned out by now. We used to have this like big board. It was a big plank of wood. We used to put in our front room, and we used to like eat dinner off it. We used to do a homework on it. It used to be my wrestling ring with the figures for ages. Um, I don't want to don't even want to know, what, want to know what my brothers did to it. Like it was just absolutely sabotage the whole thing. So rather than an actual dinner table, we just had this big fucking plank of wood in the middle of the room that we all just had to just eat off and do our homework off and just um yeah it was just a very weird, very weird time. I find found out that Princess Diana died whilst eating the cereal on that board. So wow. Well, yeah, there was a bad episode of Crown. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. That's a bit of bit of bit of past trauma there for anyone that was missing out. 
Yeah, um, I, you just remind me there because I had a story that I was going to... You, you'd asked me about wrestling. Oh, here we go. Yeah, sorry, oh, carry on. Yeah. on. As, as you were. I remember this because um, that's what I was going to tell you was uh, I actually had the Hasbro uh, a collection of the Hasbro figures. I love where this is going already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how many I had. I think I had maybe like 10 or something. They were all on card. Like, I don't know if they necessarily say they were mint condition, but they were in pretty good condition. Um, but then I ended up like moving out of my parents' house and getting a, a flat with uh, my girlfriend, and it was the first time ever moving out. And so we're in this flat, and it's you know it's tiny, and basically we ended up in a situation where you know, kind of a little bit of poverty, you know, just not having a lot of money. Um, and so I actually reluctantly took all my Hasbro's. There was a toy shop. Um. I just on a whim went in and asked if he would buy them. He didn't really know what they were. Um, and so, yeah, I think I ended up selling them for like maybe 40 quid or something like that. Mm. Um, About a thousand pounds these days. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so there you are. There's my uh, traumatic. <laughs> See, here's, oh. me, here's me thinking I was going to go on the wanking route. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought. I had a cry um, wank after. It. Yeah, I had a cry. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah I had a crank after. <laughs> you, I don't know. I, pres- I presume you probably ended up doing more fucking because of that. Episode. Oh, that's true. You you would presume that. <laughs> you could have used the tears for lube. <laughs> well, oh, another news. Uh, next week I review my big rubber guys. I'm a big fan, right? Yeah, there we go. Uh, we join us next week where we have uh, Junk Shop Dog on with us uh, to discuss the latest Hulk Hogan signing. Um, very big news uh, and a very good show all round. So thank you again, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Unless you got any more wanking stories for us? <laughs> um, not not as of today. But... No, right. we'll bid you adieu. Goodbye. <laughs>